You're listening to the Confidential Brief with Chad Thomas on High FM. Bernie, welcome to the show. Hi again, Chad. <laughs> yeah, I how you doing? Good I you, listen to Pata Pata all the time. I might not be there, but I'm I'm still there. Well, I'm I'm fortunate that I, I wasn't in studio. I'm in my lounge, so I was actually really getting down to Pata Pata. But Bernie, it's so great to hear from you. You've you've been out the country for so long. You've you've done so much since that since that movie was made in 2005 about your life story. Um, apart from getting involved in the restaurant business, I'm sure a lot of our listeners remember your restaurants, um, both in, in, in Nord as well as in Maurice. But how are you doing that side of the world? What's been happening in your life? I'm great. You know, I, I like uh, the best achievement I ever did over the past period was make a little Bernie 2.0. He's, he's, uh, he's stuck out in Norway with his mom right now. And I miss him a lot, obviously, because of obvious reasons. I can't get there, there anymore. Well, not anymore for the period. So yeah, I've been, uh, I've been in Thailand for 11 years. Uh, I went there on a sabbatical, which was supposed to be, uh, six months, which ended up being 11 years. I guess for all the, for all the listeners that knows about Asia to Africa, uh, it came to an abrupt end and I just wanted to do, I, I needed to get away, you know, and, uh, yeah, Thailand was, uh, the, I guess the obvious choice. And I, I didn't expect it to be that long, but it, it was, but I can tell you one thing, my heart, and my soul and uh, my feet, my my ground is African. Uh, I might not be in the country, but I do whatever I can to uh, to to show my Africanism. You know, in fact, I was there last year uh, or a year and a half ago, and I, I came back and I ended up staying for a year and a half, and I opened a little project called the Make a Change Project to help out my people in the, in the Cape Flats and Hanover Parks. Just uh, the, the little bit that I could, the little experience and uh, maybe a little bit of money that I made, I put it back into the country again. So I might not be there, but yeah, it's it's home. And I really envy you guys. for <laughs> I really envy you for, for being there. I wish I could be back. So, so Bertie, you've taken the word global citizen to a whole new meaning. Your wife is in Norway. You've been spending yeah. most of your time in Thailand. You're from South Africa. Yeah. You currently find yeah. yourself in the Philippines, and you're doing an international yeah. video interview for radio. Yes. Let's broaden that. Let's say not Cape Town. Let's say I'm from the Caps of Flakta. <laughs> Let's say I'm walking to the So, Bernie, I made contact with you. Well, not that we're not in contact via social media, but I made contact with you specifically for this show because you posted yeah. something so interesting and you put it so definitively that it captured my attention immediately. And that's this world we're living in at the moment with fake news, disinformation, and misinformation. And I know a lot of people yeah. aren't aware of the difference between misinformation and disinformation. So for those listeners that don't understand, disinformation is deliberate, whereas misinformation yeah. is a person's misinformed. And this leads to conspiracy theories. And these conspiracy theories have come to a head during this COVID-19 crisis. And Bernie, yeah. you seem to have been looking at this and you've come up with an opinion and a strategy. Tell me more about why it's getting to you, these conspiracy theories. Well, well let, let me just clarify before we go any further that I, do, I don't claim to in any way or shape or form be an expert in debunking these things or be an expert in, 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 in proving anybody wrong. The, the sad part for me, Chad, was I've been losing friends. Um, well, I mean, if you can call being friends on Facebook friends, 
um, by people uh, uh, unfriending me, you know. And I, it just it, it hurts me to think that these were actually quite intelligent and, and smart and rational thinking people that I knew when I well at least I thought they were, just because I challenged them on the, on their beliefs. The reason why I challenged them on, on their beliefs is it was okay for me to hear all these things about Microsoft and about Google and it was almost funny, you know, and 5G and Corona. It was, it was funny when it, when it got to, when it touches on vaccination. And the reason for that is that now I don't know if my opinion would have been different had I not been a parent, but because I am a parent now, I realize the importance of vaccinations. And I realize, and I, I, when my child was born, I needed to research and say, are these vaccinations, do they work? Is it okay for me to let somebody inject my child? And then the research that I found was, of course it is. You know, vaccinations does not, uh, autism is not caused by vaccinations. And, and then I thought, but this is a bit heartfelt. And what happened was when um, I see on Facebook that my friends started to conflate the 5G theory and Facebook and Microsoft and Google and governments and all of that, they started to conflate that with, with vaccines and being anti-vaxxers. That's when I started. And I, and I realized, hold on, it's about time that I say something that I sort of not defend myself, sort of just voice my opinion because – um, if you ignore these things, you know, it's, it could be dangerous because you have to realize that these theories are actually, they're like a virus. They could become a virus, especially when my child's life uh, is at stake, you know. And that's when I decided, let's put up a little post to tell all my friends. And maybe also, I think this is... Um, this is uh, life's way of creating social distancing. <laughs> you don't, they're socially distancing themselves from me now, which is fine, because I don't think I want to be associated with people at this present time that think this way. So I've got a lot of flack from that, but mostly and generally 90% of them were people going and saying, oh, man, I'm glad you highlighted that, and I appreciate that you said that. And that's when I decided, let, let me look into this more, because... I've now made a statement that I didn't, I didn't research properly. And after that, it, it sort of motivated me to look into this. And I, I started looking, looking into it. And the more and more I looked into it, fortunately, I found myself on the right side of the, of the statement, you know. So that's why I did that. And that's what you saw. I mean, if you, if you look at this, it's the, it goes to the JFK assassination. Fake, uh, fake misleading news, the Freemasons, chemtrails, CIA mind control, <laughs> rigged elections, Area 51. It's just, it's insane how many, how many, uh, claims are out there. But what's hurtful is that it can actually take lives when it comes, it hits home with me when it gets to the vaccination part. And I look at somebody like, like Bill Gates, for example, and I realize what if you were in that position where you had so many billions of dollars and you're trying, you know you can never spend that money on your own. You're trying your best to assist and to help the world in using your money in a positive way. And mostly, well, I wouldn't say mostly, but what you see are these people in a very aggressive way because the dark web, if you go to the dark web, do you see the grotesque things they say about him and his wife? It's, it's unbelievable. And that's just when you have to stand up as, as a person and just make your voice known. And that's what I did. That's... And that's what I, I intend to do. 
Well, I'm glad you did because we're now having this important conversation and I'm getting to chat to my mate who I haven't chatted to forever and a day. Yeah. The thing that perturbs yeah. me is that a lot of our, our, our world leaders are now using the whole fake news as a distraction when yeah. a certain publication or broadcast network may disagree or call them out on something. And I'd like to take yeah. up um, that, that issue after this ad break. You're listening to The Confidential Brief with Chad Thomas on High FM. There are children now that have not been vaccinated because their parents honestly believe that vaccinations will cause autism in their children. Was that was that the main thing that changed your mind about conspiracy theories, or is it something that's just generally irritated you in your life, Bernie? Maybe half and half. I have to say in the beginning it was something that irritated me um, because... I I could smell I could just you could just see it wasn't there was something not right about these theories but I would be disingenuous if I said that I knew there was something wrong I mean me myself I believed in the Bermuda Triangle as a kid because it's it's intriguing to know that all these boats just disappeared and stuff and then the older you get and uh, information becomes more available to you you realize and you see about weather phenomenons and you, and you, you, you read uh, meteorical journals and you know that, okay, well, it wasn't some pie, some, something in the sky that you put away. And you realize. So it, to an extent, it kills that whole Father Christmas idea, but it gives you more knowledge. So that was, yes, that was uh, the one part of it. I, I was like, I questioned it. The other part was definitely, I would say more 55% was when I had my kid, I realized it touches home now, you know. And uh, this is why I think that the theories, the conspiracy theories are dangerous. And let me, let, let me also reiterate this and say that not all conspiracy theories are wrong. I mean, it was proven that the CIA did give LSD to, to people in the, in the 50s and the 60s. That, that's a fact. I mean, there are conspiracy theories that are proven, but it's the outlandish ones that we both know in the back of our minds. This sounds so outlandish that people just should research, you know, so... Main concern is for my kid and the life of my kid, and if I have to project that into society, that's what I fear mostly: the, the, the loss of life. Because it can, you can lead to it can lead to loss of life. Well, this is what brought me to 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 contacting you is the fact that people are now trying to draw parallels between the establishment and erecting of five G towers to the spread yeah. of COVID. They, they, nothing yeah. could be further from the truth. And one just has yeah. to read for five minutes to yeah. understand that that cannot happen. What is your yeah. viewpoint on this? Why are people spreading such such drivel? Because, you know, it's people love certainty. People are scared of, the, of, of what they don't know. And mostly for us, the easy answers are the better answers. You know, it's easier for us to believe... Um, the easier outcome where the uncertainty is not, it's not good enough for us, you know? So people, so, so, so people make stuff like the pandemic, like the, 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 the film, and it, let's not call it a documentary, the film, the pandemic. They do that, and they, and they base it in such a way, they package it in such a way that it's, it, it looks as, it's based like, like any other factual documentary that was ever made. They say it has to be true because it looks exactly like this other documentary about wildlife. So, I mean, it, it is, it's just, you know, 5G, for example. All you need to go is show somebody the, the, 
a, a picture of the electromagnetic spectrum where they can see the difference, how, how weird the difference is from the start, from microwaves at the bottom to gamma rays on top. And just explain to them where exactly we fit, where 5G fits in to the spectrum. We're not even close to anything that can, can penetrate the skin. I mean, if you go, if you go to, to a hospital and you, I'm sure most of your listeners or most of our listeners had a broken leg or some broken, I don't think they're aware the rays that they expose themselves to over there. But the 5G network doesn't even come close to that. Not even nearly. So, it's, I, I hate to use the word and say ignorance because people get offended by that, you know, especially if you tell your friend you're ignorant. It's just, it's all about researching and researching the proper channels. You know, now if we have to go to what you initiate about uh, politics, all you need is somebody like uh, Donald Trump to glorify and use a word, word like fake news. People, again, they would conflate fake news is anti-Trump. So if you were a Trump supporter, it is, it's almost believable that you're going to believe everything he says. So, I, it is, it's painful because people are using uh, credible journalistic platforms, uh, to, 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 to sort of promote their narrative, which is wrong. And I can only, the only thing I can say is research, research, research. I agree with you a hundred percent. And I think, you know, it's, 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 we can't say common sense because then it sounds like we're insulting those people. I know, I know. Yeah. More, more. And I wanted to say just use common sense, but when one talks about 5G and a virus, a virus cannot pass over the airways. There has to be person-to-person contact. And it's, it's just horrific for me that people are now taking these theories and running with them for their own narrative, their own agenda, and it's not helping the cause. You know how it's not helping? Let me give you a very simple example. In England uh, right now and over the past uh, month and a half, which has been increasing, people are burning these towers. And 80% of the towers that they are burning are 3G and 4G towers. These are the towers now that our, our, uh, our workers and our life-saving, life-saving initiatives need these networks to survive and to save your mom and save your aunt, these are the towers that they're burning down. Now, do you blame this person and say that you, I incriminate you in the, in the fact that these workers couldn't get to my aunt and my uncle? Do you, do, do you say that you were responsible for that? Or do you go back to the narrative? I mean, that's, that's what the painful thing is. It's absolutely bizarre. Bernie, before we shut down, tell me when are we going to be seeing you again? We don't know when lockdown is going to end, but if lockdown is to end tomorrow, your priority, obviously, Norway to see your child, and then where does South Africa fit into the future trips? South Africa fits indefinitely. I have to bring the boy. He has to realize um, the other part of his culture, and we are looking forward to that. So um, in the very near future, actually, I want to come when he's old enough to travel, I guess. Uh, right now, he's just discovering his hands and his feet and his voice, <laughs> so not really yet, but... Uh, Hanover Park is definitely on the cards. That's where he's got to go. You know, he's got to. So yeah, I think, I think 2021 for sure. That's definitely. And the good thing is my beautiful wife, Rebecca, is, she's got a passion for South Africa as well. And she's, uh, she also loves the country. So yeah, definitely. Well, for your sake and the sake of the rest of the world, but specifically hearing about somebody who's, who's not being able to see their baby grow up in such an important time because of this COVID. 
I really hope that this lockdown ends soon and that you can be reunited with your wife and family and that you visit the sunny shores of South Africa hopefully sooner than later. I mean, the sunny shores of Philippines now with the rainier man, so I'm good. I'm good for now. It's actually too hot over here, but I do miss the culture. I do miss my people. I do miss hearing somebody say ish. <laughs> yeah, but I try to keep it alive in, uh, at home here. With, in fact, the guy I'm staying with is South African as well, so I, I try to keep it alive as much as possible. So yeah. Well, it was awesome talking to you. And for our listeners that that haven't seen the movie Dollars and White Pipes. It's absolutely brilliant. It was produced 15 years ago, and um, it was to great critical acclaim. And uh, it, it, it really takes you into what really happens, the reality of the of gangsterism in South Africa, the world of drugs and murder on the Cape Flats, etc. It was an incredible movie. I enjoyed every minute of it. And I enjoyed the, the lead up to it, getting to know Bernie, getting to know getting to know all the guys that were involved. So, Bernie, thank you for that experience, and I look very, very forward to seeing you and you back on our shores. Thanks, Chad, sir. I will definitely come uh, with you and Glenda and we'll have a bunny chow as soon as I'm back. Bernie, you be good, my brother. Stay safe okay. and give our best to your little one when you scarf with the family later. I will, Chad. Love you, buddy. Cheers, my brother. Ciao. You'll be listening to Confidential Brief. Next week, we're going to be chatting about a whole new expose into the illicit trade in tobacco, but not just during this time um, of lockdown but how tobacco has become part of organized crime the world over. Tune in for a one-hour special next week on the world of illicit tobacco. You'll be listening to Confidential Brief. My name is Chad Thomas.